Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, when we talk about rural wild agri is a large part of the uh, rural ecosystem, there are other uh, ecosystems also, right? There is this whole dairy ecosystem and there is whole aquaculture ecosystem. Uh, there are a lot of moving parts in the rural uh, ecosystem in India. And I think some of the challenges that we find in insurance in rural India, uh, I think they start from basic things like awareness. That's after these headlines. India is revising its space industry policies and is also in the process of bringing in new ones to increase private industry participation. K. Sivan, Chairman of Indian Space Research Organization and Secretary Department of Space, said. He was speaking at the inaugural session on future of space international participations and collaborations at the India Pavilion in Dubai's Expo 2020 trade fair. The policies will enable ISRO to collaborate much more with India's space tech startups. Pawan Goenka, Chairman, Indian National Space Promotion and Authorization Centre, said that India aspires to launch a dozen missions every year going ahead as against four or five currently. He also added that the country is working on reusable launch vehicle and other advanced applications. Apple yesterday unveiled its new MacBook Pro equipped with new processors, the M1 Pro and M1 Max, that feature a 16-core neural engine. Available in 14-inch and 16-inch models, MacBook Pro delivers superior processing, graphics and machine learning performance without compromising on battery life, Apple said in a press release. The new MacBook Pro also features a liquid Retina XDR display, wide range of ports for advanced connectivity, a 1080p FaceTime HD camera, and the best audio system in an Apple laptop. The MacBook Pro starts at about $2,000, with orders open now and shipping to customers starting October 26th. Tata Consultancy Services has been selected as a strategic partner by Keynes Corporation, Japan's leading home improvement company, to accelerate its digital transformation improve customer experience and drive growth, India's top IT companies said in a press release. TCS will set up a new global development center for Keynes and bring in agile development of software solutions for the retailer, including Find in Keynes, a mobile app. Bumble, an online dating company that allows women to make the first move, has found the next set of women leaders to support through its Moves Making Impact feature, the company said in a press release. Launched in 2019, Moves Making Impact is a product feature where Bumble gives back on behalf of every person who makes the first move on its app. The program offers up to $60,000 for each woman leader with additional funding from the company over the next 12 months based on the number of first moves made on Bumble that are associated with their cause. The donations will be made to each woman through Vital Voices, a non-profit organization. Much of rural India doesn't have any access to insurance, be it agriculture-related or personal health cover. And the problem represents a massive opportunity for new tech-enabled insurance startups. I spoke to Dhyanesh Bhatt, CEO of one such company, Gram Cover, to learn a bit more about how tech can help bring insurance to those who need it in rural India with innovations that make cover both relevant and affordable. Here's more. Uh, Dhyanesh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for making time for this. Uh, so interesting company, uh, Gram Cover, uh, also recently raised some funding. For people uh, who may not be familiar with your work, uh, perhaps you could talk about uh, the journey that brought you to the beginnings of Gram Cover and we'll go from there. 
So, uh, thank you, Hari, for inviting me to the podcast, and uh, thank you the opportunity to talk about Gram Cover. And uh, Gram Cover has its genesis uh, in in the fact that rural India, which is approximately seventy percent of India's population, has little or no access to insurance. And uh, uh, personally, something about me, so I was uh, working with ICIC Nomad for thirteen and a half years prior to coming in uh, at Gram Cover. Uh, and uh, in the first seven years, I did a little bit of corporate insurance. In the next six and a half, I focused mainly on rural insurance, which included uh, you know stints across uh, crop insurance, uh, livestock insurance, low cost health insurance. There was a program known as RSBY that we used to run earlier, which is the precursor of the current Ayushman Bharat. Also, uh, did tech enabled uh, uh, rural insurance distribution through the CSC network and set that up for the company in the last uh, role or the project that I was doing. And in a sense, for me, that journey continues at Gram Cover, where the mandate is to leverage technology and a, a, a rural partner network to bring access of insurance uh, to rural India. And Jatin, who is my uh, co-founder, he started the company. Uh, prior to that, he was, uh, you know, associated with a company called Climate, uh, which was basically an automated weather station or a weather weather and agri data company. And I knew him from earlier because I used to work in crop insurance and I said to Lombard and Jatin was a part of climate providing data uh, for uh, or weather data for the uh, you know crop insurance program. And I think that's how our association started. And then when Gram Cover came into being uh, in uh, October 2018, I came on board uh, Gram Cover. And uh, that's that's a quick uh, background in terms of my personal journey uh, from ITIC Lombard uh, to uh, Gram Cover. Yeah, so obviously you have a long uh, uh, experience, uh, you know, building insurance products and, and of course, as you said, uh, offering it to the rural sector as well. What are some of the kind of important uh, uh, problems that you saw people struggling with when it came to insurance uh, in the agri-tech supply chain uh, or rather in the agri-supply chain uh, and in rural India in general? Right. So, uh, uh uh, interestingly, uh, uh, when I when we talk about rural, while agri is a large part of the uh, rural ecosystem, there are other uh, ecosystems also, right? So there is this whole dairy ecosystem and there is whole aquaculture ecosystem. Uh, there are a lot of moving parts in the rural uh, ecosystem in India. And I think some of the challenges that we find in insurance in rural India, uh, I think they start from basic things like awareness. So I think for the first first level, at the first level, there is a challenge of awareness about, you know, people not knowing about insurance in the first place. Uh, at the second, uh, you know, uh, macro level, the second question is about access. Then how do you ensure that even if I know something, uh, oh, that there is a particular kind of product that is available in, uh, for the rural con- consumer, how do you ensure that that person is able to access uh, that insurance product? And the third, obviously, is uh, the servicing of the product. Insurance is a, is, is a two-way contract. I think the first part is paying a premium punishment for the policy. And the second more important part is also ensuring that the servicing of the policy is done. So that in case of some kind of an untoward uh, eventuality, uh, you know, for which insu- people take insurance, uh, there is a service that is provided to the customer otherwise. And so that there is a positive uh, parallel to the whole story. Uh, at, at, probably at a, you know, at, at one level down, if I look at the challenges that we face in uh, 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 insurance, especially with respect to rural India and even with respect to agri, uh, is, uh, you know, quite, you know, challenges like last mile connectivity. So, you know, really reaching out to the last customer and kind of, you know, getting him or her onboarded. Also, the challenges of the right set of products, uh, low ticket sizes uh, and uh, low purchasing power uh, as compared to, say, some of the urban uh, uh, consumers. Uh, 
uh, and uh, uh, as I mentioned before, also having the right set of product uh, which makes sense for rural. Hmm. So in that backdrop, uh, when you started Gram Cover, what was the uh, core idea that you started with? Maybe you can talk about uh, what was the first product that you developed based on that idea, and uh, maybe later on uh, also tell us about how what the company has evolved into today. Right. So uh, when we started the journey, uh, Gram Cover uh, started with the whole concept of taking uh, you know some of these government insurance programs to the non-loony farmers. So if you look at India's uh, uh, farmer landscape, right? So there are loony farmers, farmers who have access to a bank uh, loan or a Kisan credit card who get automatic access to insurance unless they decide to opt out of it by the virtue of having, having this uh, credit facility. And the non-loony farmers who are basically people uh, who don't have access to pay formal credit or formal finance in the first place. And hence by that virtue or by the same logic, don't have automatic access to insurance as well. So for us, uh, the journey started by, uh, we started a journey by providing the access of uh, the government insurance program to the non-loaning farm. And we started that journey in financial year 18. Uh, we started by insuring a thousand odd customers. Uh, from there in financial year 19, 20 and 21, we kind of you know, had a significant amount of traction. And uh, in FY21, for example, we worked with close to around uh, uh, 17 lakh uh, farmers spread right across uh, states like West Bengal, Assam, Uttarakhand, AP, Telangana, etc. Uh, along the way, uh, apart from, uh, you know, distributing some of these uh, government crop insurance programs, we also got into uh, parametric crop insurance. So I think I'm a big believer that uh, parametric crop insurance where uh, you identify certain weather perils that could potentially lead to damage to crops are identified. And then uh, we really uh, aim for uh, a settlement of claims based on deviation of those weather parameters from pre-agreed value uh, can play a huge role. Globally, we are seeing a lot of traction uh, also coming in that uh, the clean settlement is, can, can happen at a much faster pace. So we've kind of, you know, got into this whole parametric insurance uh, program as well. Uh, we've also kind of, you know, got into motor insurance, we've got into livestock insurance. And I think last year, actually, despite COVID was the one year where we actually kind of, you know, got into more and more non-crop products also. And I think the larger uh, thought process at Gram Cover is to be a rural uh, uh, insurance uh, player, so to say. And uh, uh, while we started our journey with crop insurance, you kind of, you know, got into all of these allied ecosystems as well, uh, which are linked to the larger moving parts I was talking about. So, you know, whether it is dairy, whether it is uh, the human life, whether it is health, we kind of, you know, getting into all of those uh, uh, insurance uh, product lines as well. So give us a sense of the scale of the problem, you know, especially when in terms of the kind of farmers that you want to reach, people who don't don't have even loans and therefore don't have access to insurance automatically. So, give us a sense of the scale of the problem and therefore the scope of the opportunity for you. Right. So, uh, uh, Hari, I think uh, you know, uh, in FY twenty one, we worked with close to around one point seven million farmers. Uh, if I were to look at, uh, uh, you know, farmer landscape, uh, there are close to uh, 125 million land, uh, land holdings uh, that are there, uh, right? And if I look at the loony uh, customer or loony farmer base, I think that is probably around 30 to 35 percent. So approximately, I would say 45 to 55 million land holdings are the ones which are uh, the attached to farmers who have uh, a, a loan account or a Pakistan credit card. The balance, uh, you know, close to around 85 to 90 million land holdings are the small and marginal land holdings could be some of the really larger farmers who don't really access in uh, uh, finance. But 
this larger set of people is the one i would say which uh, is the non lonely segment of of the of the population and if i look at the insured uh, uh, population out of this entire uh, you know land holding uh, typically i would say that uh, the if there are 100 insured farmers out of that close to around 65 to 70 are made up of lonely farmers and the non lonely farmers can constitute only around 30% of that pay uh, so i think uh, if i look at the overall opportunity in terms of the uh, Lonely uh, or the non-lonely farmers upset, which is close to around 85 to 90 million land holding. I think that is where uh, there is a significant amount of upside available uh, in terms of really taking insurance solutions for these people. And I'm not even considering the uh, you know uh, the dairy ecosystem. I think that is again a very large uh, ecosystem per se, right? So India has the largest uh, cattle population in the world. If I were to look at insurable animals, which are the large animals like cattle uh, or cows and the fellows. uh i would say there are close to around uh, uh say 21 crore animals and probably only a few lakh are getting insured again uh, in case of some kind of a natural calamity or in case of the death of the animal uh, typically farmers are left uh, they don't who don't have insurance are left uh, hanging and i think this is another uh, potential avenue where that there, there is uh, you know uh, the whole ability to really uh, cater solutions even if they are simple solutions like uh, uh uh the the death of animal getting uh covered under insurance uh and really trying to use technology uh to augment some of these existing solutions and uh, making them better or more seamless for the uh for the rural people hmm. you in fact started out uh, by talking about uh, using technology to improve uh the products as well as the reach for uh, the access for the insurance products uh, tell us a bit about uh, how you have used uh, technology and gram cover to tackle some of the problems that you've mentioned that uh, people in the rural areas face when it comes to insurance so uh, uh so there are uh, multiple levels on which we can kind of you know leverage uh, technology we realized very early in our journey uh, that if we expect the rural customer to come on to a application and uh, kind of you know do a use it uh, do it yourself model or follow do it yourself model uh that would be a tough ask uh, you know uh, right off the bat uh, i mean it's a journey uh, for the urban customer it's also a journey for the rural customer to kind of you know get there where people buy in certain on their own so we've seen that you know with uh, 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 in over the last uh, almost 5 uh, to 10 years we've seen more penetration of uh, uh, mobile phones and we've seen more access to data but most of the times we have seen that uh, the data access is used by the uh, uh, by the people to actually uh, you know access content uh, you know whether it is uh, accessing content on social media or it is reaching out to people on whatsapp uh, that is more prevalent as compared to doing uh, you know financial transactions on 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 the mobile phone or on on the internet and uh, that is where we realized that oh it, it would make more sense for us if we started off uh, with a assisted tech model so what we have is uh, at at the heart of gram cover what we have is uh, a gram cover application uh, where we do i think at the very uh, basic level we do api integrations with multiple insurance companies to put multiple products on, on onto the application uh, and this application then then be used by our point of sale partners to distribute insurance uh, product so as a matter of fact the gram cover application is like the fulcrum on which our point of sale partner uh, network rotates so it has the training and development modules we have got uh, 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 curriculum curated as per uh, the regulatory standard Uh, which is available in English as well as in Hindi. We have we have also created certain videos on our application, and uh, you know the uh, point of sale partner who registers with us at the outset has to 
first undergo this uh, training. Uh, they have to kind of you know go through these modules. They go take a test. Uh, and once they qualify for the test, uh, once they qualify uh, after doing this exam, uh, they get access to the product. And all of this, uh, you know, training and development happens on the gram core application. Uh, so that's one thing that we've kind of, you know, done. And obviously the idea is that as we go into more geographies, we would be looking at uh, uh, putting more content on top of it, uh, making it more self-explanatory, making, uh, putting more uh, languages uh, into the entire uh, scheme of things. Uh, also, uh, Apart from the product integration that we do, we've also done certain payment integration for our partners. Uh, so which enables them to uh, kind of, you know, do the transaction in real time basis. So we also have uh, each of our partners actually has their own closed loop wallet uh, through which uh, they can do a transaction in real time and they can act, it actually facilitate uh, cash at the front end uh, to a digital at the back end kind of a uh, transaction. The idea being that for small ticket sizes and, you know, that is again, a potential way of solving for, uh, uh, you know, uh, lower purchasing power or, uh, you know, fielding a product which is the right, which is the right fit for the rural customers. So small ticket sizes, there is this propensity for uh, people to still uh, add the front end uh, deal in cash. And what we've done is we've facilitated that whole uh, transaction by creating a wallet uh, for our point of sale partner, which helps the uh, partner to actually accept cash in the front end as premium payment and convert into a digital transaction at the back end. Uh, which, uh, and, you know, once the payment is done, uh, you know, the policy also reaches to the customer on, in real-time basis. And uh, that really kind of, you know, completes the loop uh, for us. So I would say uh, these are basic things that we do in terms of uh, leveraging technology to create access. We've also uh, experimented with uh, uh, tech-enabled uh, products on parametric insurance side. So, you know, we work with uh, remote sensing data. We work with IMD data points. Uh, we work with automated weather station data points when we look at parametric insurance covers. Uh, we also experimented by doing a blockchain-based uh, product where we said that, okay, not only uh, do we have uh, data coming in from multiple sources, we could also take land record data, uh, you know, from the government records. We could uh, take farmer-level information which we are collecting from the, the gram for application. We could send it all to the insurance company and create smart contracts, uh, which could then be then uh, kind of, you know, set to buy the insurance company uh, based on the data that was coming into there. And we did that pilot as well. Uh, similarly, on the uh, livestock side, uh, we kind of you know worked with uh, normal uh, ear tags you, for identification. We kind of you know worked with RFID uh, uh, chips which are inserted below the skin of the animal for identification. We are trying to do a pilot whereby uh, we can probably use uh, uh, a photograph of the muzzle of the animal to see if you know we can uniquely identify the animal and really make the entire process seamless. So I think there is a lot of work happening uh, to uh, kind of you know bring technology into the picture and really make the process uh, uh, simpler uh, and more seamless. Uh, something as simple as scanning the QR code of the Aadhaar card to kind of you know ensure that the basic details of the customer are being tightly captured and there is uh, less amount of effort and less amount of data entry errors that kind of you know creep into the process and hence make the entire uh, process more legit. Hmm. Uh this uh, point about taking a picture of the muzzle of the animal uh, caught my attention. In fact, uh, in your uh, latest funding uh, press release also, you mentioned uh, how uh, developing AI uh, technologies uh, for gram cover would be one of your priorities. So tell us a bit more about that. Right. So I think there's a lot of data uh, that we gather uh, in terms of uh, uh, customer data, uh, in terms of, you know, when we are doing parametric insurances, in terms of weather data, in terms of livestock, uh, when we are doing that, uh, even animal data, right? 
and i think there is a lot of opportunity to be able to uh, you know create some synergies which we can leverage uh, uh, going forward uh, and uh, uh, build on top of this so you know uh, we have some uh, let me take the example of uh, say crop insurance for example right and when we start uh, i have basic information about uh, the farmer the land that he has the crop that he is cultivating the weather that uh, weather parameters that affect the crop typically in certain states there is also digital land record there's a lot there's an entire data repository and uh, you know we can i think potentially use that not only to give them the existing covers but tomorrow also curate very specific covers and move from uh, you know largely right now when we look at crop insurance it's more of a uh, area approach that we follow right but the gram panchayat level or at the block level there is insurance that is being provided but potentially with remote sensing data of weather being available and with digital land record being uh, also available there is a potential to kind of you know over a period of time uh if we have enough data move into a scenario where you can do farm level insurance right uh so that's one that's one particular use case uh, that we are talking about at the same time uh you know with all the data that we are uh, kind of you know looking at uh, in terms of uh, either the uh, life of the person or the health of the person or, or the assets that the person has i think we also are kind of you know gearing towards uh, creating customer profiles that kind of you know can help our point of sale person to become more efficient uh, and more effective in reaching out to them at the right time uh, because you know insurance in india is still i would say historically if you go for if you look at it you know apart from motor insurance which is uh, reg- driven by regulation uh, you know in most of the cases it is uh, uh, like a i would say a, a push product so to say right and apart from the fact that in certain cases it get bundled uh, but the uh, I would say the ability of the point of sale person to reach out to the rural customer at the right time and offer the right kind of solution. I think that is something uh, that we've been working very, very closely because uh, at the end of the day, uh, it makes sense uh, for our partners to be able to reach out to more people to be more effective in, uh, you know, engaging with the customers that they are reaching out to, uh, so that they are kind of you know growing at uh, and and sustainable. And I think that is something that we'll be uh, working towards in in the time to come as well. uh explain a bit what you meant by farm level insurance uh so if you uh, look at uh, crop insurance today it get it happens at the gram panchayat level so let me take the example of say, for example pradhan mukti fasal bima yojana so typically at the gram panchayat level uh you might have multiple farms in the gram panchayat but the claim settlement if it happens uh, it will happen uh, based on say for example crop cutting experiment that happen at the gram panchayat level right so for every one particular crop that is there in a, in one particular gram panchayat there are four uh, crop cutting equipment uh, samples that are kind of you know uh, taken up and then the average of that crop cutting equipment sample data becomes the average for the gram panchayat so you know all the farmers who are in that particular gram panchayat neither get a claim or not get a claim based on the average of the crop cutting equipment that is done by them similarly if you look at a weather based or a parametric uh, insurance product what happens is that you have a automated weather station uh, that typically gets employed at the block level or if you have remote sensing data uh, there will be a 25 km by 25 km grid uh, or a 50 km by 50 km grid that kind of you know becomes like a representative point uh, at which the weather parameters get uh, measured and uh, uh, typically the settlement of uh, you know farmers who are matched to a particular uh, weather data point uh, uh, you know everybody has the same uh, per unit uh, experience right so that doesn't mean okay. but tomorrow if i have uh, uh, the ability to really pinpoint the exact digital uh, footprint of the farmer and also uh, uh, pinpoint the digital if it is model data then model data or if it is uh, actual uh, i would say uh, imd data then imd data 
but then identify at that particular point what the weather was and really curate a specific product for the farm. Uh, especially for you know some uh, farmers who are cultivating high value crops on the horticultural side, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, uh, especially uh, uh, given the nature of the or the cost of the input that they insert uh, to really cultivate those crops. Okay, uh, specific to uh, gram cover, and, uh, since you have uh, very recently raised uh, a new funding round, uh, what are your next immediate priorities? Right. So I think uh, there are two or three very uh, uh, clear priorities for us. One is obviously, uh, you know, uh, really investing more on the technology front. So we want to have more insurance companies. We want to have more insurance products. We want to have more uh, payment mechanisms. And we want to kind of, you know, really uh, uh, improve our uh, tech stack. Uh, so that's one clear priority for us. And uh, uh, I would say months to come, that will be one very clear activity from our side. And the second is uh, obviously as, as, as an entity, uh, we are trying to move more from, uh, you know, the, we have done a lot of work in the crop insurance side, but we are trying to move more into the whole non-crop segment of product as well. So, you know, voter insurance, livestock insurance, health insurance, life insurance, these are all product categories. So we are kind of, you know, it's going to improve the product bouquet that we are trying to work with. So that's the second uh, part of it. The third is obviously training of the team. Uh, so uh, we've done, uh, I would say, phenomenal work uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, uh, despite COVID, uh, we kind of, you know, uh, almost doubled our, uh, doubled the revenue that we did uh, as compared to financial year 20. We also grew our uh, point of sale partner network uh, uh, four times in the, while the COVID was on. Uh, but I think there's a lot to be done there. And I think one of the key focus areas is to send in the team so that we can really scale up our point of sale partner network. Uh, uh, that, that is something that's going to be key to our growth in the years to come. And there'll be a lot of work that'll be happening on the point of sale partner network scale up as well. Uh, uh, and I would I would say these are the broad, broad uh, three uh, priority areas for us in the days to come. Okay, um, very interesting conversation, Ganesh. Quick update on gram cover. Thank you again uh, for making time for this, and I definitely hope to keep the conversation going. Thank you, thank you, Hari. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to share about Gramco's uh, journey. Look forward. Uh, uh, to the on-point, uh, on-point. That was Dhyanesh Bhatt. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.